Hello everybody and welcome to the Digitally Uploaded Podcast, the companion podcast for digitallydownloaded.net. We are here today, which is why you're hearing me, which is pretty good, right? Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> Matt, I want to Not... say that was that was an A-tier intro. <laughs> <laughs> This is not you imagining us talking. You're actually listening to us, so that's pretty good. Um, and we've <laughs> we got... are the Death Stranding. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I've been sent a little bit loopy by Kojima's ego game, um, but yeah, it's it's good. Yay! Embargo's up. We can actually talk about it now on the podcast and not worry about getting wrapped on the knuckles by Sony. So I can throw all kinds of nods to this game thing. It's not really a game. It's a thing. It's Something. a majestic, it's a majestic nuts thing, with an awful lot of useless piece of garbage of absolute garbage. <laughs> it's a masterpiece of absolute garbage. <laughs> of that, that sounds amazing. Um, and it's got a lot of Norman Reedus's butt, so you know you, that's a good I've thing too. I've heard that you can pee a lot, and I respect that. You can pee a lot, yep, you can... Also, it's, like, imperative to your weapons or something, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, when you pee, you, you, you create, like, bombs which kill the Dude, ghost thing. it's like stuff <laughs> like the game. Is this game actually real? What? It's it's real, it's real, it's great. Uh, with Everything us this I've week, we Everything have Alan. Hello, Alan. <laughs> Hi, Harvard. And we also have we'll talk about the pee grenades in a second. <laughs> I was I was segueing very cleverly there. Um, Harvard, hello Harvard. Hello. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to go to some music from Hatsune Miku, uh, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Blizzard to start with. Good old Blizzard. Um, for the Miku song, I'm going to pick something from one of the Vocaloids, Miko, who has had her 15th anniversary of creating wonderful musics this week. Um, 15 years of... marks of wonderful. Well, it's actually older than Alan, so, you know... Um... Yeah, I am 12. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty pretty okay. cool to be, you know, performing for that long. Um, and we'll come back and talk about it.
No, Matt, I have an idea. I have an idea for an intro. Have you? Ooh, it's Go getting on. cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is our intro. We were it's actually going to be cold in here. <laughs> um, it's <getting> cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better rub your shoulders. <laughs> Alan's, Alan's the... moving to England soon, so he's I'm losing ready. my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, Blizzard. Blizzard did a thing, and because Blizzard did a thing. It wasn't Blizzard. China. Yeah, every, everyone's forgiven Blizzard from China and they're, they're for, for China and they're, they're signing their accounts back up again now. So good on Blizzard for proving that capitalism works and um, whatever whatever controversies you get into, you can just ride the storm. All you need to do is announce Diablo 4 and that's what they've done. Diablo 4 is Diablo. But because it's Diablo, mm -hmm. uh, it's apparently the greatest thing ever. Right, Alan? Yeah, because yeah, well, we, all, we all needed another live service MMO game. We all needed it. Diablo 4 is a... It's a semi-online game, but it's on... Like, it's just... It's Destiny, but it's Diablo. <laughs> Which I think is really, really interesting how we've seen this evolution over the last 10 years, where we've gone from... Like, it's shooters taking cues from Diablo with, like, Borderlands 1 and then going into Destiny 1, which was... It's online now, hooray, into Destiny and 2. And like, it's online now, but it's good. <laughs> and don't forget Anthem. Uh, I actually forgot that we, game. Yeah, we all forgot that game. <laughs> no one remembers out. that game, Matt. Uh, yeah. Is it still alive? Is Anthem still a thing? Yeah, for the two people that still play it. Oh, that's really sad. Um, yeah, so we've got the Barbarian, the Sorceress, and the Druid, which is very Diablo 2, which I'm excited about because Diablo 2 was the best one by far. Um, but yeah, so basically it, it will be online, which is exciting, I guess, if you want to be online. Um, and it's darker and more gritty, apparently, so it's going to be Call of Duty Modern Warfare, but with Diablo, which is exciting. Alan, you sound like someone's holding you against your will as you say that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm so exhausted by these online-only games that like, there's no point anymore. There's just no point with this. You I, say that, but you're like, definitely going to play it. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to buy anything Blizzard-based. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if I do buy something, because I'm late. Guns? Are you sticking to your guns there, Alan? Yeah, I, I don't care Bad China, bad please. You know what? I will play Diablo 2 if that comes out because it came out before this nonsense. <laughs> That's my justification. <laughs> hey, Alan, speaking of sticking to your guns, and stop me if I'm being memed right now, but is there an Overwatch 2? There, there is. An Overwatch that was the other two. announcement. Which will, you, will you be sticking to your guns, Alan, in Overwatch oh, 2? Oh, I've never had to even worry. The guns are stuck to my hand with glue. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that game's like ass. <laughs> They released a trailer with one new character, and it's Flying Lady from um, Steven Universe. <laughs> it's like, what is it? What is the Steven Universe lady's name? I don't know. But there's like, a, there's a lady who's very sleek and metally looking, and she flies. <laughs> and she's now cool. a part of the Overwatch. But she's that's now. Just gonna be, that's just going to be more over, Overwatch, right? Like it's just Overwatch. Why not, why not just release? Her into Overwatch. And no, but Matt, I don't think you understand. China happened this year. <laughs> they need this. this is need if, this. if this was a regular thing, they would just release it in Overwatch One. But no, no, no. They actually needed a sequel to to convince everybody they're good again and work. Like sitting there and very woke. nervously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good old Overwatch. Yeah, that game sucks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who have not been paying attention to my slow descent into hatred of Overwatch, um, I ended up deleting Overwatch because I was just so, like, just over its nonsense. And that game's built around having ultimates, and whoever has more ultimates is the winner, and it's really frustrating. So I've gone back to TF2, <laughs> which means Everyone I'm Everyone I've talked to about Overwatch has basically played it a lot, and then every additional game has been like, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, and just they kept playing it. And then eventually they went back to CF2. So I feel yeah. like you're following a pattern here, Alan. Yeah, because CF2 is just better. <laughs> There's more stuff you can do in it. I don't have to deal with like the fact that you can just revive people on the spot. I, I mean, I don't have to deal with idiot stuff. I, I, I like Overwatch in the sense that I like the character mashups and, and you stuff. You like Diva? Yeah, Diva pretty much. <laughs> also Mercy. But it's yeah, Mercy, Mercy, Mercy and Diva is a pretty good ship. But um, God, nice. yeah. I, I can't I can't play anymore because I'm, I'm one of those few people that was genuinely pissed off about because of the China thing and I, I actually just can't do it um, and I'm kind of going to stick to my guns I don't think an Overwatch 2 is going to to make me forget about my ethical moral cause um, but yeah I, I don't know I, I liked I liked Overwatch but I don't see the point in an Overwatch 2 um until I, no it's sixty dollars though Matt. <laughs> yeah, I I, I mean it's, I that's the see. point of Overwatch 2. It's nothing <laughs> else. It's just that they're upset that they've had to spend all their time working on loot boxes when they're slowly becoming criminalized, they have to find a new way of making money. Yeah. Which yeah, means annual releases yeah. or a a battle pass sort of situation. I guarantee. Activision Blizzard's involved, it'll be battle pass. For sure. For sure. And yeah, that's probably why they're doing it. But just in terms of gameplays, I can't see the in any way that they'll do anything different. I mean, if they were to do an Overwatch 2 which had a, a proper story mode in I there, think that's the plan. Would be great. I that think would that's be what they're doing. Wonderful. Now. I'd be all for that. And I would be almost tempted to check it out if I wasn't boycotting Blizzard. But um, yeah, just in terms of multiplayer shooties, I don't see how they can do anything with it that well, they haven't already done. There are so many other shooters on the market now that are just better. <laughs> Well, like Call of Duty. Let's talk about Call of Duty. No, Alan. I was talking about I TF2. Have things, <laughs> I have things to say about Call of Duty, Alan. It's Activision, so it's kind of it's kind of related. 
Yeah, because the boycott didn't affect anyone from Activision. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, Call of Duty Modern Warfare has sold $600 million worth oh, in the no. first three days. <laughs> I think it's oh, great. No. It's, the same, it's the same company. but Literally the exact same people. <laughs> people boycotting Blizzard over the thing who's like, oh, yeah, but Activision's okay. It's like you people. No, no, so but no, man, it's fine. You don't understand. <laughs> I don't think you get it. <laughs> it's not Blizzard. It's Activision Blizzard. Mind you, being pro-China is the least of Call of Duty's problems because that game is a trash fire. It is a rancid, rancid trash fire. Of I game. want to play it's it horrible. badly. It's like, it's like, well, you want to drop white white phosphorus on people. I mean, if that happens, <laughs> yes. That's, I'm not going to feel uh, good about it. I just I mean, want to play put, the game right. Putting the war crimes into the multiplayer is a pretty pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty flawed thing, thing to do. But that, that's but always been the thing, though. No, it wasn't like, always. It was a. Um, it was a hell storm missile or whatever in the old games. It was never white phosphorus. I know, I know, but like in COD Four, you could just nuke the place. In COD Five, you could like do real bad things. I can't remember exactly specifically what, but uh, you know, it was like way war more crimes. Of, War crimes were always a component of COD multiplayer. But now you can, like, now it's just brought down to who shoots the children first. <laughs> that worries me. That's worrying that that's the, the, the slippery slope that we're going down with video games. I, mean, I, 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 haven't, I haven't even bothered with um, the multiplayer in this Call of Duty thing because I played. The, it through to be that. <laughs> I, I played half, halfway through the campaign. I was like, yep, I'm not going to be actually able to finish this because it is that bad. Um, it plays fine, you know. But well, that's the thing uh, is, that I want to play it because I've played the beta and I had a good time with it. It's just so offensive. Like it is, it, it offends me to the very core. This Call of Duty that's game. Good. It's like I like that. Let's let's blame the Russians for every American war crime game. That's that's basically what it is. It's. I love it, that PlayStation decided not to sell it on the PS Store in Russia. <laughs> Well, with good reason, because, yeah. The extremely the is, justified reason. <laughs> yeah, the game is literally propaganda, um, and that's, like, it, it is not even well, subtle it about been, it. Some of the previous it not been? <laughs> yeah, or some of the, some of the previous Call of Duty's have been, you know, fairly subtle about it. Like, for instance, they've had sci-fi settings, so they can claim that it's fantasy and all that kind of stuff. And they still promote the message, they just do it in a, a more subtle way. This game is not subtle on any level, it is just, it is just rancid propaganda made explicit and they get they got away with it with stuff like world war Two one because people don't remember world war Two. unfortunately um people don't really know what went on there anymore and the history books have not been very um balanced with how they present the americans in world war Two. so people who think that americans were heroes um through world war Two have reason i guess to believe that and don't have any reason to question call of duty but this one because it's like current war crimes that America was involved with. Um, I think people are finally realizing that the, the, sh the shit that Call of Duty's been getting up to. It'll be interesting to see if Activision is forced to pull back on, dial back that rhetoric a bit for the next Call of Duty or not. It would be good if they were, because that stuff is just, that, that's even less cool than Blizzard with the China thing. But um, I do love that Death Stranding is basically just like this. Death Stranding is a. Oh, we lost that a little bit there. Sorry, Alan, we lost you a little bit there. I was just going to say that Death Stranding is basically about these people. Well, Death Stranding oh. is Death Stranding is great, and we can't. I can't spoil it because you know there's still spoilers around the narrative. But um, yeah. yeah, it 
in, in very broad terms and without giving spoilers, if you actually play Death Stranding right through to the end, and that's why we at the media had to spend 50 hours playing the, the game to get to the very end by our embargo conditions. Um, but yeah, if you played Death Stranding all the way through to the end, it becomes pretty clear that it's a fairly robust um, criticism of America, as in the um, the grand idea that everybody believes what America is, is what it stands for, and you know its identity as a country. The game's pretty good at doing that, at critiquing that, which was, which was fascinating and very me. Kojima, Kojima's a, a mad genius, he is. Oh no, he got you. He's got, he got, he's got you. He got he's me. finally he got you after like 27 <laughs> years. He's finally got you. <laughs> he managed to convert me. I, I, as everybody knows, I'm not the world's biggest fan of Kojima, or wasn't, I guess. I guess I am now. Oh, we looked back like a year ago in the podcast, and Matt's like, oh, Death Stranding's going to suck ass. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know why Matt talks with a slightly Boston accent, but that's how I interpret you, apparently. <laughs> he's, but, the, he's the scout from TF2 now. <laughs> the hilarious thing was when I was playing. Everyone when I was in my playing, lens like, is just from TF2 now. Half, half, half the time playing through the bloody game, I was like, this game is absolutely terrible. Um, See, that's what I've heard as well from everyone who's played it. It, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> it, it doesn't. <laughs> Even now, when I kind of think back on it, I, I just. The game is, is both terrible and brilliant, and I love it for that. That's so, kind of. I because I read your review, I read Mark Sarrell's review, and I read Matt Cobb's review, and all three of them I came away with. I don't know if I'll like this game, <laughs> so <laughs> I, it didn't I, help me at all. <laughs> I think it's one of those things. It's like if 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 I was to say, oh, you you need to to see the Mona Lisa. It's a great painting. You're not really going to know if you like the Mona Lisa or not till you actually yeah, see it yourself. Yeah, so I think. Very fair. Death Stranding is that really really rare game that is genuine genuine art like it is a genuinely art game and well, i've heard that, that all the bits that really that annoy makes... people like the walking around stuff is very comparable to red dead 2 and i love the walking around in red dead 2 i think it just depends so, on whether you're willing to kind of tolerate that stuff for I'm, the great actually, point that the game is making and yeah. i was like in the end it annoyed me at times it definitely annoyed me at times but yeah, I, I don't know. We go I, back to the Slack records, I want to say, a week and a half ago, and Matt's screaming about how much he hates this game. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. But then Matt was, other Matt, Matt Cod, was like... Um, <laughs> Matt's talking about himself. He, he was like, you, you really need to keep, keep playing this, Matt. You need to finish this game. And um, I did, and yeah, he was right. So yeah, um, definitely Death Stranding is, is the kind of game that you need to play for yourself to experience, because it's just, it's art, and how you respond to art is is kind of personal so yeah we'll yeah, go no, to watch too <laughs> so we'll go to podcast we'll go have to... sections or no 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 we're just having a free fall chat here <laughs> it, it is a free fall it's not a free flowing it's a free fall we're, we're free fall. yeah it's all disaster it's <laughs> yeah that's it um we're going to go to some music we're going to come back and we're going to talk about i don't know yet but um music we'll pick something from not overwatch not yeah from that standing because there won't be any music available yeah and if you did that you'd probably get copy of rights you know what that's running is close enough to deadly premonition so we're going to premonition again <laughs> deadly premonition it is deathly strand mission
So we're just going to talk about stuff that we've been playing this week. It's a very free-flowing yeah. podcast this week because there really isn't that much happening. Everybody was so busy focused on death, deaths, deaths, Norman death bump, death. deaths, Norman bump, um, <laughs> that we just didn't have time to to think about anything else or do anything else. All the journalists have been like, "Well, fuck, we've got to play this game for like sixty hours," and they've just been sitting and then there also playing it. And the internet. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and and then one of them gave the game a, a 3.5 out of 10 review and i think their website's still their down, website's still down <laughs> that's pretty funny um, that's pretty cruel because yeah people are allowed to have a different opinion guys um but um yeah games that we've been playing when we haven't been playing norman's bum um i've been playing Baldur's gate because that's gone back to 1991 i have and uh, it was a good time it was uh, that, it was five years experience. before i was born is that actually it, when it came out Bioware was not... Uh, no, it was like 1997. 1998. Um, okay, i This was before Bioware was bought by EA and before Bioware was forced to make Anthem and stuff. This was when Bioware was good. And, um, yeah, it's been re- released on PlayStation, Switch, Xbox for the first time. It's been it's console for the first time. And I wasn't sure how the point-and-click kind of interface of Baldur's Gate would translate across to console but the developers have done a really good job it is about is it just a virtual mouse no 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 it's been completely remapped to controller and uh, oh. it works really well i was very impressed by it and i've been enjoying the game ever since uh, i'm a big fan of uh, Baldur's Gate. i think i've played it like eight or nine times through um since the original at least eight or nine times maybe even more um because every time you play, you can do different things. There's just so many different characters. You can recruit mm. your party, and you can play an evil character or a good character, uh, and that completely changes how the story works. And it's just a fascinating game for its time. And even today, it's still more open. I'd say it's more open than you know the likes of Dragon Age and Outer Worlds and stuff like that, mm-hmm. simply because you can actually change the entire plot just by picking different characters to be on your party. Um, that that would have been really difficult back then, um, but yeah, especially these okay. days because... The, you look the at the amount of money it would cost to do that in a game like The Outer Worlds, where you yeah, have, exactly. to have 3D modeling, voice acting, everything like that. Yeah, Compared exactly. to, you know, 2D sprites, which are fairly easy to, you know... It's not. It's still quite difficult. I'm not going to sit here and have a go. At, <laughs> You've made like, them angry, Alan. They're coming to you. Uh, look, I'll send them on to Blizzard, it's fine. I think it's um, also just a, a change in how developers think about making their games, because back with you know, Baldur's Gate, um, Bioware obviously thought that it was okay if a person played through a game and didn't see 90% of what's in it. Um, but these days, again, because it costs so much to make this stuff, developers want you to see as much as possible within the context of a single playthrough. So, I think yeah. I think that's a while ago, but the only game I've ever seen to do that in, like, a modern context was The Witcher 2. And yeah, yeah. That was, that was dope. That was really cool. There's like a choice you make in the first chapter will basically mean you'll get one of two chapter twos, yeah. which is really neat. Well, um, I mean, Dragon I... Dragon Age Origins, the first Dragon Age, had uh, different starting areas depending on your race. And I, I believe... still haven't actually played that there game. There was 
there was like six six different starts, and it was based on which character you chose to start with. And it was a it was the tutorial, but it was about an hour long kind of story section at the start that would be different um, depending on who you were. So, I but that was only before we continue this any further. Has yeah. anyone ever picked playing as human in those games? Yeah, I usually do. Yeah, sometimes. has anyone been that boring? Yeah, me. All the time. Oh, wow, yes. I always do. But only because I like the idea of putting myself in the game, and I don't see myself as having pointy ears and well, being a help. So <laughs> I, I, I name myself and put myself into the games, and I'm a human, so I put human in there. I'm, I'm not very imaginative that way. But I always like to have you know really weird characters join me, if I play as a male. Otherwise, uh, often I play as a, a female character instead, but then it's also human. I don't know. Humans. What I'm trying to say, basically trying to say is that you're boring. Um, I am very boring. Things. I am very boring. Uh, but just quickly, uh, in addition to Baldur's Gate, if you buy the pack, you get uh, the the game on console. You also get Baldur's Gate Two, which is good. Which it's all in one pack. And uh, well, I mean, it depends on who you are. Yeah, check up. But in addition to that, you also get this like bonus kind of. It, it's not a full game, but it's like a, a ten hour standalone thing um, that was released relatively recently by the developer behind the ports, which kind of links the stories of Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 together. And oh, that so was, it's Final Fantasy IV, the after years. It was, yeah, yeah, like that. But, oh, okay. um, but yeah, it, it, it's that something that I, I think a lot of people haven't played um, because it is quite new. I think it was only released two or three years ago. So that's a pretty good deal for the pack. Oh. Uh, and then on top of that, if you've got unlimited time, which I don't, but I bought them anyway um there's also another pack which has icewind dale and planescape torment yeah, in it dude, and rad that game rocks planescape torment is yeah that is a real masterpiece of a game it's, that one. it's it's like an rpg but not very combat based it's much more you know um interaction based and that's pretty cool and it, it takes place in a visual novel <laughs> yeah yeah that's it it's close it's close to a visual novel. and it is it takes place in like this this fantasy kind of it's just the indie world. and then you can go into like hell and stuff and it's really good it's really you really can good go to BlizzCon. <laughs> yeah, you can go to no that's, that's that's icewind dale it's better than diablo oh. anyway you um... <gasps> oh i missed out the joke no <laughs> oh it's heartbreaking um but yeah you can you should play all of these because don't forget there is actually Baldur's gate 3 in the works yeah or you can just play the outer worlds yeah, Worlds is really good. Yeah, that's, not, that's not Bowder's Gate, is it? It's Bowder's Worlds. It's not Bowder's Gate. It's that like, actually kind of works. Guns. It's got Bowder's guns. There's no, there's no yeah. guns in, in fantasy, Alan. Yeah, but there's swords. And there's swords in Outer Worlds. Well, the, don't sh the swords don't shoot bullets, do they? Unless they're they Final Fantasy. Yeah, unless you have a gun sword. Gunsword. I can't believe that was a real thing. I can't... <laughs> At what point was someone sitting down in Squeenix headquarters being like, you know what we need to do? Gun blades. Gun blades. It's so cool. They're looking at a picture of a gun, looking at a picture of a sword, and they're like, what if Barrett could cut people? That's pretty cool. And they just slowly like did the thing where they merged two photos together. Ugh, oh, not a game. Anyway, Outer Worlds is really good. I finished it uh, three years ago. That was it's fast. Really, what? It's not a long game. It's quite short, actually. Like it's how many hours? It's not, actually, not, it's not actually short. Alan's just played it for a lot. <laughs> I'm still no, it's like 15 it. hours. It's longer than that. The main quest is about 15 hours if you blast through it. Um, side quest stuff takes up to about 30, I'd say. But it's really good. That game rocks. 
That's a um, good amount for an RPG. Not yeah, it's, it's a reasonable amount so that you don't get bogged down. It's the same sort of like just New Vegas, really, when you think about it. It, um, just, sucks. it just sucks that you've got Felix. He's a dick. Felix is good. I hey, like Felix. Felix. Felix I will say, though, I, I pretty much awesome. just use Nyoka and Pavati because I like Nyoka a lot because she's always drunk, and I like Pavati because she's just wholesome, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Pavati's so, pretty cool. Pavati um, works. I, um, I, I would recommend I, doing her full quest chain. I think I've missed Mr. Character. Somewhere. Uh, Ellie? Did you miss Ellie? No, I got Ellie. Uh, Ellie's have, the medic, right? Do you have Robot Man? I don't have Robot Man yet. Okay, but go to your ship. <laughs> I, I, know the, your I, ship. I know where Robot Man is, but there's yeah. also um, you know, ca- companion quests in the journal. And yeah. I think in not doing the priests one, I've missed out on a character. Is that no. right? Does no. he join you? Well, what the hell is he on the companion quest for? Because his quests Wait. are listed under companion oh, quests. Did you not do... The, did you not do... His like first quest where you go and yeah find... he was like find the book okay go find the book you get him yeah oh he actually joins you does he yeah he's also like useless in my opinion that's right <laughs> I like put him in my party once and I was like wow I hate you well, he's <laughs> gonna be better him. than Felix no Felix is good he just wants really to blow him. stuff up I like Felix I can't I respect it. that he's he's my he's my least favorite character he is he's very good um yeah so the game is the game does the same thing at the end that New Vegas did where it just shows you what happened to all the communities that you were involved with. And I really like that because I think I got a pretty good ending, except for one area, which I feel like I did the wrong thing, maybe, because I was too hasty and too much of an anti-corporate boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you kill all the people in the first no, I, I destroyed that first town and it slapped. Oh, Alan, <laughs> you're such a bad person. I actually, oh, yeah. I actually saved Bowler Hat because the old woman but was annoying me. So, In my defense, my... My entire reasoning for that was that I wanted Bowler Hat's hat. <laughs> and I think that's fairly justified. Um, no, so if you go into your ship quarters as well, Matt, you'll find there's a whole bunch of trophies about things that'll tell you what happened after. Right. Um, and I would recommend doing that because there's some really interesting information, and I'm pretty sure that you've also made a bad decision. <laughs> what? In, in that first town. Yeah. I think you've well, made a bad there's decision. No, there's no right decision then. There is one extra decision, but it's also not good, and I love that. There's three decisions that all are terrible, and I, I can't get around that enough. There's also one quest chain that takes way too long to do in the middle of the game um, on, I think, one of the third or fourth planets. And I spent ages trying to bring these two communities together, and it worked finally. And at the end, like, looking at the impact of that is so good. This game is, like... Outer Worlds is the single best RPG released in a very long time. Having said that, I haven't played Dragon Quest XI, so, you know, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> very different games. Incredibly different games. I can't wait to just shoot. No, the thing, that, the thing that gets me about people talking about Outer Worlds, they keep talking about it like it's, um, you know, Fallout. It, like, compare it to Fallout. But it is Fallout. For me, <laughs> for me, it is much more like Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, because you have the same setup as Mass Effect 2. It's almost the exact same in terms of structure. It's... Well, that's the thing. It plays very much like Mass Effect to me. Um, oh, okay. Did you play New Vegas? Yeah. You did? Think did I you did. like it? I can't remember, actually. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I haven't. You really should play New Vegas. It's like five bucks. If you haven't played New Vegas, everyone, that game is one of my favorite games of all time. It's incredibly good. Um, mm. Would highly recommend it. It's, it's one of the few games where you can tell who is on your side based on the way that they say the word Caesar. And that's awesome. It's so cool. It's like it's a good game. Have you played it, Harvard? 
Mm, I think I might have played like five minutes. Okay, play more of it. It's genuinely like it's worth it. It's will it, in their prime. Will it break my computer in the same way that Fallout Three did? Um, it's less broken now, but I'm not going to promise anything because again, it's just that <laughs> game. <laughs> it's like part of the deal. Yeah, Fallout Three. When I tried to leave the the vault and go out to the main world after the end of the tutorial, the game just destroyed my computer. Like it stopped and it wouldn't let any processes go. And after restarting, it was like it was just a mess. It was doing your. It was actually doing you a favor, Harvard. <laughs> yeah, Fallout Three is bad. Plenty better stuff. <laughs> okay, we'll see how that goes then. The whole yeah, apocalyptic it's... thing is just uh, it's not it's not me. It's not my idea of fun. So that's why I've avoid, avoided Fallout kind of. Over the years, it's Maybe just... Vegas, Matt, it's not as dead as you think it is. It's really good. <laughs> this is my whisper voice, because apparently that makes it more genuine. I'll add it to the, I'll add it to the long back. To the list that will never be finished, yeah. That's right, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Harvard, what are you playing? Uh... <laughs> well, I've been... The job of life. <laughs> yeah, I've been really busy lately, because you've got all these jobs going on. I, if I have time, I've been playing just a lot of card games. I've been playing like Magic and I'm playing Eternal Card Game, and yeah, it's not that fun. I'm not. I don't really recommend it. Are you playing Hearthstone? No, that's a terrible game. <laughs> You're gonna only play Hearthstone for the next twenty four years. Legit, like bef- before all this stuff happened, I tried Hearthstone, and having played Magic, I was like, Hearthstone is a terrible game, and I never went back to it. Yeah. I tried Hearthstone and got mad that someone just had cards that were cards that I didn't have because I couldn't afford buying seventeen bags and was like, okay, well, yeah, like that's yeah. the experience of Hearthstone. Maybe first you start. Maybe you should and... never play Magic the Gathering. Um... No, 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 Magic the Gathering is fun if you just start out, but Hearthstone is like the other guy has better cards than you, and then when you finally grind up to the cards that they have, they win by some BS RNG dice roll and then, no, just and, then like, a new, well, and a new thing's released <laughs> that too so yeah then we can't even do the old guards anymore because they suck it's just a game of spending money to blizzard as faster than someone else can it's jingling keys in front of someone in hope also, that they forget about china i just realized i can say what i'm going to play next week or well this week i guess this is something. um on tuesday to do the let's play i'm going to play natural doctrine I, which that is I the think, oh that's a great game, game i love natural Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's on PS4, too, isn't it? Ooh, there we go. Hopefully it is, because if it's not, I can't record it. But, <laughs> yeah, it's like a tactics-ish RPG. Where it, That's the really system, hard one, right? Yeah, the battle system is nothing like anything else you've ever played. And if you learn how the system works, it's actually not that hard. But learning the system is the hard part. Okay, you so it's like a game to... that is for absolute, like, turbo nerds. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Turbo cool. nodes. Turbo nodes unite. <laughs> Turbo nodes rise up. <laughs> oh it, was, it, is a, it is a great game. It was released on um, PSP, as, uh, sorry, Vita as well. Yeah. I want to say, I just looked it up on Wikipedia, and the first thing that came to my attention was the game's ending theme song is In the Court of the Crimson King by Kim Crimson, and that's the most bizarre choice for anything that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, I love like that. A, it's a super Japanese game, too. I have no idea why that's the case. I like yeah, that. It, it's it's yeah it, it's actually the um the first game that Katakawa games developed themselves, which people don't realize I think because it was released really early on in the PS4's life cycle. It was one of the first Japanese things on the PS4, and um, I think it was also released on PS3 actually. And um, that is, you got yeah, a two point eight from IGN. 
Yeah, it's it's a very polarizing. That's stranding. <laughs> it's it's a very polarizing game in the sense that if you don't get the combat system, you're in for a world of pain, and it's um, it's it's a little bit. I mean, it, it's it's not very well, well voice acted or presented, really. It's oh yeah, quite... it's, voice acting is awful. It's physically painful to listen to. That yeah, it's very big grade, but um. Yeah, if you get into the combat system, it has a really good combat system. Um, and the multiplayer was, I mean, you won't be able to play it anymore. I don't think anybody's playing it. But the multiplayer system was really good because you'd get, like, cards, and those cards would summon all kinds of different monsters. And it was like a, um, it was almost like a card game mixed with the tactics thing, and it was it was really neat. I really enjoyed it um, while it lasted, which we wasn't very long, unfortunately. More than that. We can't play Blizzard games anymore. It's a card game. We can't play Blizzard games. Banned. Blizzard does not have the the monopoly on card own, games. The monopoly they own on the card, card game. game. They own card game. I think you'll find Magic the Gathering came first, and that's a different kind of evil. And no, no, Matt, you don't understand. Blizzard owns it. <laughs> you don't understand the impact of what was said. It could hurt people physically, emotionally, spiritually, monetarily. You know, it's it's the one joke for today from me. It, <laughs> on, it honestly feels note, like someone's behind us. We're going to go to some music. It's <laughs> my um, one t-shirt. We're going to pick music from... Well, Baldur's Gate doesn't have any music. Um, it does. We've done it before. Well, it does have a little bit of music, but it's not very It's not very engaging outside of the context of the video game. Oh, my gosh. Um, I want to choose music from... Oh, what the hell. Final Fantasy VIII. We did mention Gunblades. No. Yep, we we're doing do right. Man with a Machine Gun. Yep, we are. Can we do Maybe I'm Alone? No, Man with a Machine Gun. That's it. I put my foot down. <laughs> Damn it. Can we do Man of the Band?
And welcome back. Okay, so for the last section of the podcast, we are going to talk about joysticks. Well, actually, the Golden Joystick Awards, to be exact. Um, and more generally, I guess, awards, because it is that time of year, and the Big Game Awards has been opened for people to vote in. And there are awards it. now. They've listed all. They've listed out all the the great games that you can vote for and stuff. So, <laughs> Matt, um, best relationship with China award. Yeah, best relationship with China <laughs> award. Well, Activision and Blizzard are in there, so you know. Um, <laughs> Again, this is vote, the one joke for today. <laughs> vote for them if you like. If you like China, um, but yeah, just running through the ultimate game of the year category is the one I guess we'll talk about the most. Um, running through the twelve games in the shortlist, you've got Apex Legends. That game is really good. I don't yeah, know why yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. stopped Move playing on. it. Move on. Um, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is just <laughs> hilarious. Why the hell that game is in there? Um, they, they, they must have just paid a lot of money. I reckon Activision Blizzard is a sponsor somehow. Um, and, yeah, that's why I think Mr. Jeffrey is just sitting there. <laughs> as long as and they don't win. a small win. check appeared in front of him, and he was like, wow, who's this from? And it just said China. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if Call of Just from the country. <laughs> Yeah. This one joke is like endless. (laughs) If that propaganda game, if that Uncle Sam, modern Uncle Sam game gets the Game of the Year award, then that would be, it'll be funny. I'd have things to say about that, but it would be funny. Um, Control is on the list. That's that's a good game. It's a very good good game. That's a good game, I think. Disco Elysium, which I really want to play. I haven't yet. That sounds awesome. That sounds really awesome, yeah. Yeah, that's the top-down RPG in the mold of the Baldur's Gates of yesteryear. So, yeah. It does it seem like good. a U game, Matt. It does seem like a U, U game, a me game. It does seem like a me game. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses got a nom- nomination, which is Why? cool. That's a good game. That's a masterpiece. That is great tactics, action, great characters, great anime boobs. Um, <sighs> yeah, I, I, I echo Alan. It's great. You two just have no taste in video games. That's what it is. Um, Gears Five. There you go, Alan. There's your game. Gears Five. I haven't played that game. Shooting, shooting monsters in the balls is so much better than anime. You haven't. Why are you testing me for this? (laughs) You love it. You love it. I did want to play it. I did actually want to play it quite badly. I'm going to download it as soon as I can. Because it's on Game Pass. You're becoming your stereotype, Alan. You need to take a stand. No, I refuse. I'm going to be exactly what the world wants me to be. There's two personalities. There's the ego and then there's the perception. <laughs> then, there, then there is both Outer Worlds and the Outer Wilds. That's the worst. I hate that. <laughs> outer I Wilds is and, really good. No, I know, but it's also just highly cursed name issues. Outer, outer Wilds is by Annapurna Interactive, and they're a very good art game developer or publisher. And then Outer Worlds is the one we were just I mean, talking. you guys know my opinion about Outer um, <laughs> And I, I just wish that somebody also released, like, the Otter, outer Wilds or Otter Worlds or something. Just or to, the Inner really, Sanctum. <laughs> no, just to throw Otter in there, that would have been good. That Just to complete the confusion. Untitled um, Otter Game. <laughs> Untitled Otter Game. I would uh, love that, actually. Please make um, it Smacking oysters. So speaking of untitled stuff, Untitled Goose Game actually got nominated for the Heck game. Yeah, it did. I think that's great. I think that is so awesome, and I hope they win because I mean, cultural impact-wise, was... yes, they should. They should need I to think... make the joke where they announce the real winner, and then the goose just comes and steals the award. <laughs> steals the award <laughs> only oh, because be if you actually look at the um, like the the comments under any announcement of this list, there's a whole bunch just of people. Hold. Throw... 
there, there's a whole bunch of people throwing a tantrum that Devil May Cry 5 didn't get a nomination, but Goose Game did. And I think, well, that's good because Goose Game's better. Devil May Cry 5. I need to play that game. It's all right, but it's just action. I've heard it's, it's very good. Thing. It's just an action thing. Um, it's not that good. Also, uh, what else was nominated? Uh, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, okay. Reasonable um, Cop. That game's good. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, that's played a good it. one. It's good. It's all right. I've watched a lot of gameplays of it. looks like good content. I enjoyed it, but I was also disappointed by it. Um, I enjoyed it because I like From Software and the whole thing. Uh, I do like those games. I like the way that they do action. And Sekiro dials up the speed, which makes it really... Um, really kind of visceral which is good but at the same time i was really disappointed that here we had a japanese developer in from software with japanese material you know the whole ninja thing and they just dropped the ball on the storytelling uh and it was a big opportunity i guess to make a, a japanese story a big blockbuster and they just didn't so i was a bit disappointed by that but didn't they work with activision for this one well activision published it yes oh yeah you can blame that you can definitely blame that <laughs> except, except you really can't. I mean, I don't think Activision was actually that involved. They're quite hands off with that one, I think, because they haven't they haven't messed with it. In fact, they from software got away with doing stuff that I think Activision would have pushed back on. Like, there's no multiplayer in Sekiro. There's no kind of any multiplayer elements at all in that game. And I imagine Activision would have wanted some of that, but I think from didn't. So, yeah, I, I get a sense that it's just purely from software there. And then one other game was announced. So he's on the list, and that's Telling Lies, which that's is the weird, the weird. That's oh. the her story creator game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Sam, Sam, whatever his name is, isn't it? Sam Fisher. Sam Harlow. Is it name of the Samuel Peep? Anyway, that that's another Annapurna Interactive. So they got two nominations. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Us. It's a very artistic set of no. So this year. I will say it's all very Oscar baity this year. <laughs> if you no, get the theme. no. Yeah. Goose, yeah. Goose Game. Yeah, Goose and Game I, is like the one that I would think is not Oscar baity. But Outer Wilds too is not really Oscar baity, and you know even mm-hmm. the blockbusters are a bit better than they usually are. There's no like. Battlefield Five on that, except for you know what I mean. No, there, is. <laughs> there is, there is, but it's not like it's not like four, uh, like not like every other game awards where it's four blockbuster shooters that are exactly the same as Battlefield Five, and then one art game that everyone knows is not going to win. Well, that's only because there hasn't been four blockbuster shooters that have been released in the year, and that's good. I like this that. year. <laughs> the one, the, the, basically, the two, the two that were released, they're on that list. So you know, Apex Legends and Call of Duty. So Apex Legends is really good, though. It might be really good, but it is a blockbuster shooter. It's time That's literally what it is. It's um, Titanfall. <laughs> which is not good. Um, what do you mean? Titanfall's good. Titanfall is good. Did you play Titanfall 2? Yes, I did. It's not for me. Don't you like giant robots, Matt? No, not in that context. Um, I hate fun. <laughs> I like fun. I just, you know, my idea of fun is not dumb shooters. No, Matt. Matt, how dare you? I'm going to do Dusty He's going to call the gamers on you. Well, I didn't give, I didn't give it 3.5 out of 10. If I did, maybe I would have got DD Yost. Um, but yeah, I don't know. These these awards are going to Absolute travesty of a game. <laughs> the golden joysticks are a bunch of nonsense, um, really. But, you know, it's the, it is the big game awards. It is the Academy Awards of video games, and people treat it quite seriously. Really, it's just an excuse for a bunch of publishers get up on stage and announce next stuff and create hype. 
it's just a hype thing. But oh, you yeah. know what? What else bothers me actually is that at least good games on there. There's no consistent definitive game awards. Like this is close, but it's not the one thing which allows publishers to just name their game Game of the Year Edition. Regardless oh yeah, no, it of destroys my soul every time I see like it's Killer Instinct Game of the Year Edition. <laughs> Like, and you're who, like, who said you, this? <laughs> you are not the game of the year. Get back in your place. Mm, God. Yeah. That's why. That's that's. But that's a. That's kind of a good thing, I guess, because there are so many game awards, and I, I quite like the idea that maybe one of the developers that um, gets one of the game of year, game of the year awards from us <laughs> releases a game of the year edition, like some weird anime boob game. Game of the Year edition because D, because DDNet gave it Game of the Year. No, no, it would be like it'd be Excel Raiders Exigrand. Dead or Alive, Dead or Alive Extreme Three Game of the Year. Game of the Year edition. DDNet gave it Game of the Year. Deadly <laughs> Hotel stuck in the nebula. <laughs> Jack in the box. But we we are going through our stars of the skies. We are we, we are going through the process of doing the um. Doing the awards for DDNet as well at the moment. We're going to Can we do a fake award, Matt? And um, Can we do a fake just, award. That's the best not name for a game. <laughs> and, and just, just looking through, it's actually been a good year for games this year. Um, like putting aside the golden joystick stuff, but looking at our own spreadsheet and all the lists that we've created, it's been a really good year for games. And well, Kingdom Hearts three came out this year. Remember? I think... Oh yeah, it did too. And no one's talking about it. Okay, nope. yeah, because it was kind it, of all right. It actually isn't even on our list for anything. That's <laughs> how much nobody's talking about. It. I think that's the thing. Like I, I see a lot of people commenting about how this year has been disappointing for video games or whatever. But I, I think that it's just people have forgotten a lot of what's actually been yeah, released. This year because... has been crazy. There has been so much that came up this year. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm just looking at the Switch one because the Switch has had a particularly good year. Um, there it's a new was... console. Well, it's not really anymore. It's like three years old now. Wait, yeah. what? Two years old, I think. Are you Three. serious? Two and a half years old. Two and a half years old. It's been around a while now. Um, but looking at the <laughs> looking at the Switch, it's like uh, Super Mario Maker Two, oh, Link's, yeah. Link's Awakening, um, Fire yeah. Emblem Three, Fire Emblem Three Houses, um, Luigi's Mansion Three. Yes, those, came those out like just, yesterday, didn't it? Those are just from yeah. Those aren't just from Nintendo, but um, you know, in terms of third party stuff as well. There's oh. Mar- Mary Skelter Two. Oh. Caligula Effect Overdose, uh, Wargroove, AI Somnium Files, uh, Doraemon Story of, Story of Seasons. These are all very good games. Dragon Quest. let Alan have his moment now. I'm, I'm just going to ex- quickly like have a second for a second. I just got an email from Humble Bundle. If you subscribe to their thing for the month, you get Yakuza Kiwami, Soul Calibur 6, and My Time at Porsche. That is exceedingly worth it. Go do that, everyone. Sorry. No, Matt, don't do that. You. Don't support Humble Bundle. Go for um, Soul Calibur and Yakuza. If you've not played yeah. those games, go get them should but you should also pay for them um you should get the one on ps4 that just came out the collection the three the three four and five looking, or is it two, two three just four to, to get back onto the actual topic um <laughs> looking, looking at also, also um you know ps4's had a very good year as well um in addition to the sony stuff which is obvious um there's been like judgment was released this year i think people have already forgotten about oh, oh, no one's yeah. talking about that um Dead or Alive Six. I know that's not a big thing for some, yeah, you, look. you, Alan, but for fighting game fans, that's a, that was a big release. Uh, what do you mean for fighting game uh, fans? 
Concrete Genie. Has Matt Cobb been playing it? Because I'm going to guarantee that if he's playing it, it means it's for fighting game. No, Matt Cobb's not a huge fan of Dead or Alive. Exactly, which means it's not a good fighting game. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, RP, RPGs had a really good year because there was like Zanky Zero, Crystar. Actually, I want to say that Spike Chunsoft has had a knockout year this year um, for that kind of niche Japanese stuff. Because, yeah, I mean... As I mentioned, AI Somnium Files is probably one of the better visual novels that people haven't probably not played or heard of. <laughs> I really need to play that. I really want to play really that. It's really good. It is really good. It's very kind of kind of neo noir, kind of cyber, kind of punky style. Oh, uh, hey Matt, can I do tangent? Really quickly? good. Um, just a second. Um, <laughs> they also shut up, Harvard. also put out Zanky Zero, which is a really great kind of spiritual successor of sorts to um, Danganronpa and whatever um, with Dungeon Crawling this time around. Crystar's a really good uh, action RPG. So, yeah. Oh, and Conception. Conception for people who like roguelikes. So Spikes, Spikes had a really good year. Oh, and the, earlier in the year they did um, Steinsgate. The, the fully animated Steinsgate visual novel, which was actually really impressive as well. And uh, you know as well. So yeah, Spike Chunsoft's had a really good year. I'm, I'm really impressed with with the output. Good on them. Yeah. We've done a thing. Also, Devolver Digital as well should not be snoozed on because they released Katana Zero oh, this yeah, year. Definitely. And my Katana neighbor Zero. Pedro. My, oh, nah, that's not good. So, it is. It's alright. It's not Devolver, as good as Katana. Devolver Bootleg is going to be the real winner. Yeah. I, they deserve more attention, in all honesty, actually, for being insane. I'm actually trying to think what I've actually played with Devolvers this year, and I can't think of anything. Is um, Ape Out this year? Ape Out was this year. Oh, I played the, I played the two Hotline Miami games on Switch. I think that's all I've played. Not really this year, this year, I think. It's not really this year. That doesn't count. It's like 2011. You played Metal Wolf Chaos. Oh, yes. Yeah. Metal Wolf Chaos. Metal Wolf Chaos is the greatest game. They put that out. That was pretty Let's good Let's party! It was good. What a good game. We're actually going to have such a hard time for Game Awards this year. There's so much. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say before before Matt was so rude to you? Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I actually... <laughs> what were we talking about? Okay, that's really good. All right. Well, we're going to move on then. Should we end it there? <laughs> Just quickly, no, I, get... I, wanted, I wanted to... No, I get to be rude. Put a, put, a quickly, put a quick kind of call out to the Australian and New Zealand uh, industry. They've had a pretty good year as well this year, mm. which is good. Not just Goose Game, though, of course, Goose Game is, is Goose the big a, one. Like, worldwide phenomenon. But um, there was also Mini Motorways was released this year. And yeah. that's by a little New Zealand developer, um, Dinosaur Polo Club. And it's great. It's amazing. Everybody should play Mini Motorways. There was also um, Table of Tales, which was released this year. That's a VR game by um, uh, Tin Man Games down in Melbourne. And that's that's really cool if you're into your whole kind of tabletop RPG style thing. That game really pulled that aesthetic through and, and uh, did a really good job of kind of that miniatures-based tabletop experience on VR, which was amazing. Um, very big fan of that. And it's not really a new game, but it was released on Switch this year. Um, Battlestar Galactica Deadlock. That was uh, it's a tactics kind of strategy game set in the Battlestar Galactica universe that was released on Switch and that's perfect for Switch. So it's been a really good year for the Aussie industry, um, and good on them. Keep it up, keep working, boys. Even though we lost um, Hand of Fate developer, that was sad. 
Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, on that note. On that note, we'll get Diablo some music. 4 coming out next year. <laughs> we'll, we'll get some music from Goose Game. I can't. We did this before. I can't do it. It's yeah, only one track from Goose Game. Yeah, but the issue is, is that because it's like generated on the spot, there's no track that's actually a track from Goose Game. It's just going to be some music of Alan playing Goose Game. No, I'm not going to play Goose Game. I probably should buy it. Are you like the one human being who hasn't played it yet? No, because I don't have any space left on my Switch and I've not bought an SD card. (laughs) So, I'm not letting it replace Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is too important. And Smash Bros. is too important as well. That's right. We're going to to pick music from Caligula Effect. That's what we're going to pick. I don't even know what that is. It's a great game. It's a really good RPG with really good music. in your Caligula. It's great. How do Caligula. you not know that, Alan? Matt picks something from that game like once every second week. Yeah, but I don't pay attention to Matt most of the time. <laughs> <laughs>